Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma, and I'm so happy to be here with you this morning. Woo! Um, okay, so I got another question, and this question is, how can I control my anger towards others? Can I forgive others? Now, that's interesting. <laughs> can I forgive others? You can always forgive other people. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure about the second part of that question. Can I forgive others? Now, um, maybe it has to do with the fact that if um, I can't, like if you're in a state of anger, is it possible to also forgive? And let's just take a look at this. I feel like I've got to get out an emotional frequency chart to look at this with you. So I'm going to give that a try, pull that up, um, because we're dealing with a lot of different emotions here. And um, frequency, I'm going to pull this sucker up before we get going here. Let's see. So, dun, dun, dun. Now, on my chart, anger is pretty low range. It's down below. Um, and it, it's like, oh, no, not again. And it has to do with rage, defiance, boredom. All right. Now, forgiveness. Let me look up forgiveness. Forgiveness, where are you? I wonder if it's not on this chart. Dun, dun, dun. Acceptance. Well, let's just say forgiveness is going to be up near the top gratitude, appreciation, compassion. I have a feeling it's going to be up there. So to make a leap from anger into forgiveness is, is a leap. So in order to do this, right? So how can I control my anger towards others? So the first thing I'd like to point out is the use of the word, the use of the word, um, I don't know how to shut the dingers off of my thing. That is so weird. Anyway, oh well. Hopefully people won't be messaging a lot. So <clears throat> this word control, we want to look at the fact that control is a very 3D concept. It's like manipulation, control, um, fear. These are um, very three-dimensional words or even 4D. I mean, 4D is just right in that zone too. So how can I control my anger? So we have two words that are very 3D, control and anger towards others. So what's really fun is that you can sit down and you can take, ah, so let's look at the big picture first, because once you can understand the big picture, so if you're noticing that you have anger in your being, 
then I want you to understand that that is a frequency that you are living in. So everything is around you is the frequency of anger when you're in a state of anger. You're radiating out anger and it's transmuting the world around you to a world that resonates with anger. Resonates, notice I said the word resonates. So that means there will be things happening that get your ire up. <laughs> there will be things that register um, for you uh, as anger. There will be activities that trigger anger. There's going to be um, events. There are going to be colors. There's going to be the things you notice and the things you are focused on are going to be things that cause more anger. So the first thing, and I say this all the time, the first thing is to raise that frequency within you. All healing is done within all, all changes in your life are done within. So we have to raise the frequency within. Now, if I'm looking at this frequency chart, what I'm seeing is anger goes into um, shock, surprise, confusion, annoyance. Then it goes into happy, glee, nervous, worry, hyper. Then it goes into neutral acceptance, contentment, safety. Then it goes into dignity, duty, obligation, self-esteem. So as it's going up, so if I were in a state of anger, I'd be like, is there something that would make me happy? Is there um, something that feels safe? Contentment. Is there um, something I could feel good about? So these are the kind of things uh, that I would be asking to nudge my frequency up. Now, also, you could imagine what is the color anger for you? What is the color that represents anger? What is the color that represents happiness? And then just immerse yourself in the color that represents happiness. Um, and you know what color, close your eyes and say, what color represents happiness? And you'll see a color, all right? So... Um, this is a way, so it's, there's so many little ways that are almost as, um, they're almost like, uh, symbolic that you can use to raise your frequency. Now, when you raise your frequency, you are going to shift out of anger. All right. It doesn't mean you can't go back there though. So you're going to have to be on top of your relationship with your emotions. You're going to have to be on top of it. You're going to have to be in the driver's seat, not in control. You want to be responsible. You want to be self-aware. These are much more 5D words, self-aware, responsible, um, allowing. So if you were feeling anger and you wanted to go into the state of allowing, you might do that by saying, I feel anger towards my family and I love that. Now, these are some things you can write down, and many of you who work with me have probably already written them down, but I would write these down if you're new to this. So it's like state what is, state what is in your experience. I'm furious at my mom because blah, 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 and I love that. Add and I love that onto the end. Another thing, okay, so write that down. Write what is and add and I love that. Another technique for releasing anger is to say this person's behaviors and you can fill it in you can fill in the person the behavior is perfect just as it is 
This person is perfect just as they are. Their behaviors are perfect just as they are. Now, what this does is it was that you used that person and or those behaviors as an excuse to separate from God. In your separation from God, you felt anger. All right. The anger isn't truly at these people or their behaviors. The anger is the reaction or response to being separate from God. Because if you were still connected to God, you would not feel anger. You would feel forgiveness. You would feel compassion, understanding, um, love. Those are the things you would feel if you were still in alignment with God's source energy. So if you're feeling anger, it's due to the fact that you separated from your relationship with all that is God, source, energy, universe, whatever you want to call it. And the reaction of being separate from the oneness is fear. It is anger. It is stress. It is worry. It is um, hatred. It is jealousy. <laughs> it is manipulation. These are all like, you know, what happens because everything, when you believe that you are separate from God, which is never the truth, but it is, it can be your belief. It can be your experience. Um, but God never leaves you. Uh, you are always being held in the hands of source energy. So it's up to us to wake up and notice that we are being held. We are safe. We are secure. We are forgiven. We are loved. It's up to us to become aware of that. Now, when we're unaware of it, then the illusion prevails, the illusion of aloneness, the illusion of victimhood, of attack, the illusion of hatred. These all exist outside of our awareness of oneness. It does not make them real. They are illusions that we access when we turn away from our relationship with source energy. So it is up to us to maintain the relationship with source energy so that we can know the truth of who we are and stay in our power and accessing our highest potential self. All right. So that is huge. Absolutely huge. Can I forgive others? Absolutely. Can you do it from anger? No. <laughs> we um, cannot fix the illusion in the illusion. We have to return to our truth to heal the illusion. And when we return to truth, and I love this, I channeled this a long time ago. Forgiveness is remembering there was never anything to forgive in the first place. For us to uh, claim uh, he done me wrong or I'm a victim, we are also in a state of illusion to witness that. We are outside of source energy. So when I rejoin source energy, I'm now in a place to recognize that I wasn't done wrong. There was nothing done to me. I was not a victim. I was sharing an experience with someone and I chose to play that role. That's what that was. So when I come back to source energy, because I can see so clearly what that was, there's nothing to forgive anymore because the other person was playing their role too. And in that, in that circumstance, they happen to be the victimizer or they happen to be the attacker. Maybe in another time, I will be the victimizer. I will be the attacker. 
And right now we're living in a society that is so rampant with making up victims, attackers. Ah, it's all over the place like cuckoo lamb. And for me, I am... I'm kind of excited that that will lift the veil of the cuckoo house, that will lift the veil of illusion, just like it did in The Wizard of Oz, the veil of the wizard. Because um, we have made this relationship between victim, victimizer, God, and we have made it God so that we could kind of rationalize why we aren't actually just returning to our source relationship, our God source relationship, our all that is relationship. We're not returning to that when we can make something else God. But all of us know, all of us feel within our being, it never, it never satisfies. Um, these little gods we make, they never satisfy. We are hungry for that true connection. And once we have that true connection, uh, there is nothing needed to fulfill us. Everything we do is icing on that cake. The cake is that relationship. I've said this so many times. Now I don't need um, Joe out there to fulfill my, uh, my aloneness. I don't need Susie out there to answer the call to am I lovable. Um, these are all these relationships with my daughter, with my friends, with my um, people I meet on the street. All of these relationships add to my life if I allow them. And they take away from my life if I allow them. So what I choose to do, I'm not saying I'm always 100% honest, but what I choose to do is to allow all the relationships around me to be the icing on my cake, to add to it. I do not allow them. Now, this is, you know, I'm human, so sometimes things slip through, but I do not allow them to take away from the oneness, to take away from my quality of life, my truth of self, because they don't have the power to do that. Only I do. So I don't give them that power. And if I gave them that power, yeah, I'd be angry. I'd be angry. But who am I really angry at? Those people? Or am I angry at myself for giving away my relationship with source energy? Because that's what you're truly angry about. You're not angry that someone threw trash on a road. You're not angry um, about this. And you may think you're angry about it. But when we are in a state of relationship with all that is, we have this greater understanding. Um, and we don't just you know, like if I am playing the victim, then I am going to turn all the facts to suit the fact that I'm a victim. Now you may be looking out into the world and saying, but there's these things that happen, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? In every relationship, a victim victimizer, there are much deeper, deeper, like matrix things going on. Maybe it's a karma thing. Maybe it's a, um, an experience engineered to, I don't know. And I say engineered. I, it's, you know what, for me, I look in my life at the traumas I've experienced and it's, and I'm grateful for every single one of them. There is not a single one that I did not remember deeper, learn deeper, learn more, remember more about who I am. 
the powers I have as a as a as a Gemma, as a human, as a soul spirit collaborator, as a co-creator. I I I don't want to say I needed those traumas, but those traumas were a great kick in the butt for me to get back on point. Now remember, we're born having forgotten. So wouldn't it make sense that there's these shocks or something that we run into that kind of like jolt us into remembering the truth of who we are? If I was born not remembering and then I had this cushy-tushy lifestyle and I had parents that just loved me and never pressured me and never challenged me, there's a good chance I would not be living my highest potential self because I would never have remembered so I do believe in certain cases. Now, there are some people, some few people who are born fully awakened, fully um, ascended masters. But there's other of us that have to remember the truth of who we are. Remember that we're ascended masters. Remember that we are all that is. Remember that we are one with God's source energy. And personally, like once you get to the point where <coughs> you're no longer claiming victim by these traumas, suddenly... You can never be a victim again, even if trauma, even if so supposed traumas happen, you just breeze through them. They're not affecting you because you're in your power. They're not affecting you because you're not buying the illusion. You're not selling out your relationship with source energy. As long as you're in relationships with source energy, nothing can hurt you. Nothing can harm you. Nothing can kill you. And that is an, that is an, an undeniable truth undeniable truth so from a 3d perspective there is death destruction fear attack blah 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 manipulation you know you name it from a 5d experience there is awareness there is unconditional love expansion there's consciousness there is serving the highest good of all there's cooperation there is communion with all that is there is uh, understanding. There is, see, and this is funny because this is where I don't even believe there's forgiveness. You know why? Because forgiveness is forgetting there was ever anything to forgive in the first place. So in 5D, we're living our highest potential selves and we are trusting that everyone around us is doing that too. So what is there to forgive? Do I need to forgive you for screwing up and that was your highest potential effort right then and there? No, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to encourage you and I'm going to love you. So it's a very, very uh, great question. So whoever sent that question, thank you. I loved it and, um, and I really appreciate it. Wow. 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 So, um, let's get you guys an outro here. Sending you lots of love today. Have a great one. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on that happiness show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.